0: ...oozed charm, Miranda thought, annoyed that she still had to brace herself to resist it. As if she didn't have enough to annoy her at the moment. It was too late to swoon anyway. The photocopier started it, she said coldly. Rafe's eyes gleamed as he studied her. He was still getting used to the idea that Knighton's wealth and prestige was his responsibility now, and the realization could be oppressive at times. Whenever he started feeling that the walls were closing in on him, he took a walk. He told everyone that he wanted to familiarise himself with the company, which was true, but Rafe knew that these tours of the building were more about his own restlessness and inability to decide whether he had done the right thing in coming back. Knighton's was an institution, with a fiercely loyal and dedicated staff, and Rafe sometimes felt that everyone belonged here, Except him. And now this girl, turning the air in the photocopying room blue. Her involuntary exclamation had been so unexpected that he had stopped as he walked past the door, captivated by the slight girl in a neat, dull suit, swearing at the photocopier. Entertained by the contrast, Rafe had been unable to resist finding out more. He hadn't seen her before, at least he didn't think so, the most memorable thing about her seemed to be the plain brown hair pulled tightly back from her face in a very unflattering style. Rafe's first impression had been one of primness, contrasting sharply with the words coming out of her mouth. But as she stood there and looked back at him with eyes that were clear and green and very direct, she certainly didn't seem so nondescript any more, and his interest sharpened. We haven't met, have we? No, she said curtly. I'm just a temp. Well, welcome. Apparently oblivious to her lack of enthusiasm, he smiled and held out his hand. I'm Rafe Knighton. As if she wasn't supposed to know. Miranda might have little interest in celebrities, but even she knew about Rafe Knighton. He had been the ultimate playboy until four or five years ago, when he had disappeared from London, presumably to drift around some other playground of the rich and famous and there had been almost feverish excitement in the gossip pages when he had returned a couple of months earlier to take up the reins of the Knighton Group. His father had famously keeled over with a heart attack in the middle of negotiating a mega-million-dollar deal in New York, and since then, the business pages had been full of speculation about Rafe's ability to step into his father's spectacularly successful shoes. Speculation of a more lurid nature was equally rife in the gossip columns and celebrity magazines. At 35, Rafe was still unmarried, and since inheriting his father's fortune, was rarely mentioned without the tag of the most eligible bachelor in Britain attached to his name. He was welcomed back onto the A-list with open arms, and was photographed with any number of beautiful women on his arm. But as yet there had been no obvious front-runner for the title of Mrs. Knighton. Miranda knew all this because her younger sister, Octavia, avidly drank up every mention of Rafe Knighton and was determined to meet him. She had been delighted when she had heard that Miranda would be working for the Knighton group. "'Wangle me an invitation to meet Rafe,' she had urged her sister, while Miranda had stared at her in disbelief. "'Octavia, I'm only there as a temp.' she tried to tell her. Temps don't even see chief executives, let alone meet them and get on wangling terms. They're right at the bottom of the pecking order. I won't even get within spitting distance of Rafe Knighton. And yet, here he was, holding out his hand and clearly waiting for her to introduce herself. Miranda sighed inwardly. She disapproved of everything Rafe Knighton stood for and she didn't like the way he seemed to fill up the room with his good looks and his smile and that almost tangible charm. That feeling that he was using more than his fair share of the room left her edgy and more than a little breathless, and Miranda didn't like it at all, but she could hardly refuse to shake his hand. Miranda Fairchild, she said reluctantly, and touched her palm to his. She made to withdraw it right away, but Rafe was too quick for her his fingers closed warm and firm around hers in a proper clasp as he smiled down at her. The touch of his hand sent a strange feeling snaking down her spine, and she snatched her hand away, prickling with irritation.